With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's up, guys? Pete Alonzo here from the New York Mets. And uh, I'm here with Alfred. And I just want to say thank you so much to all you guys for listening to the Metropolitan Report. It's a really awesome show. You got some great insight on Mets baseball and um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a great place where Mets baseball is talked about. And we got a lot of really fun stuff coming up this year. And uh, a lot of really great things coming from, from this team in the clubhouse. And I'm really, really excited to keep the ball rolling. And uh, it's been such a fun season. And I, I'm really thankful for everybody coming out to the ballpark and supporting us. And it, it's just been absolutely tremendous. So thank everybody for listening to the Metropolitan Report. And uh, Alfred, keep doing your thing. And as always, LFGM. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching an all-new edition of the Metropolitan Report. I am your host, Alfred Parsar Jr., and here on this podcast, we talk about any and everything New York Mets. And I gotta say, normally I come on here, I give a brief rundown of what I'm about to talk about. Usually cheery, happy, glad to be here. I mean, I'm always glad to be here, but today, I'm not happy. We're just going to get right to it. Uh, we got other topics to cover and talk about on the program today. However, we got to talk about last night's catastrophic injury to Mets closer Edwin Diaz that was suffered in the World Baseball Classic uh, when Puerto Rico defeated uh, the Dominican Republic. And I'm not happy. I'm not happy at all. For those of you who didn't see it, here's the footage. I'm 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 gonna just let the footage play and then we'll talk about it after. Can't see yet. Right knee. Right knee. And everybody knew right away Diaz must have said something went really wrong. Oh, no. 
uh, Dominican players. They're on top step right now, fearing for him and feeling for him as well. Yeah. So Edwin Diaz gets the save for Puerto Rico against the Dominican Republic and closes out the game successfully. Puerto Rico advances to the semifinals. But Edwin Diaz during the celebration goes down. What you didn't see in the footage, which I'll put the picture up here, Edwin Diaz couldn't even leave the field on one foot. Here he is in a wheelchair being wheeled off the field, ladies and gentlemen. Now, two weeks ago on this program, I I questioned whether the World Baseball Series, World Baseball Classic, I'm sorry, would have been a good thing or bad thing for these players who are on major league rosters. Here's what I had to say. I have mixed feelings on this World Baseball Classic. I'll tell you why. I personally have always felt the World Baseball Classic should take place after the World Series. Why? Because you don't want to risk your guys getting hurt. That's my biggest fear. You heard me right there, folks. I said, God forbid we get an injury. Granted, I didn't think that a man would get injured celebrating a win getting mobbed by his teammates as they're jumping up and down. Edwin Diaz had imaging earlier today, and the imaging on that knee revealed a torn patella tendon. He's going to be out six to eight months. And you know what he's going to miss in that six to eight month time span? The 2023 Major League Baseball season is what he's going to miss. Playing in a tournament where none of these guys get paid in games that in the grand scheme of things, other than superiority from one country over another, really doesn't mean anything. You look at guys who have won World Baseball Classics. I mean, me personally, I'd rather win a World Series than a World Baseball Classic. My major league team that's paying me, and by the way, Edwin Diaz was extended this offseason five years, $102 million. It's a lot of money. But I'd I, I rather have loyalty to my major league team that's paying me to live the lifestyle that I live rather than my country that's not paying me at all. And I said it. I, you, you guys saw the clip. I said it. These games, they, I mean, yes, they're competitive, but they don't mean anything. You've got guys who haven't played baseball since last September, October, or, or even August for some of them, who haven't played competitive baseball since then till now. Granted, maybe an inning or two or, or two or three at-bats in spring training, which, which is not the level of competition as the World Baseball Classic. No time to prepare, warm up. And you know what? I should have foresaw something coming because Brooks Raley, and we talked about him on a Metropolitan Report short over the weekend. Brooks Raley, the left-handed reliever in the Mets pen, he got hurt in, in, uh, in, in camp 
Team USA camp during an exhibition. Granted, it, it, it's a it's it's a hamstring strain. He's not going to miss any significant time, but he got hurt in practice. And now we got a guy, one of the more important guys on this Mets roster, and he's out for the season. The season. The guy that we just paid $105 million to and committed to for five years is not going to play in the first year of that contract. And for what? Because he pitched in a game that in the grand scheme of things meant nothing. And his teammates, some of whom are are, are probably going to be opposition at some point in, in, in the season, jumped up and down on him and mobbed him like a madman. I've been to City Field many times since 2019. Minimum 40 games each season since 2019, minus 2020, the COVID year. I've seen Edwin Diaz time after time successfully close out games, and nobody on that Mets roster or in that Mets dugout ran up to him and mobbed him like that. You know what? If 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 I'm Buck Showalter, right? If I'm Buck, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a phone call to Billy Epler, and we're gonna go around the whole World Baseball Classic, and we're gonna get Adam Adovino, we're gonna get Jeff McNeil, we're gonna get Pete Alonso, we're gonna get Francisco Lindor, we're gonna get Eduardo Escobar, we're gonna get Omar Narvaez, we're gonna get every last single player in our organization who's in this tournament and pull them back and get them back to Port St. Lucie before some other disaster happens. We already lost our star closer. God forbid Francisco Lindor or, or, or Pete Alonso or Jeff McNeil gets hurt, then what do we do? And the bullpen, which we'll get to later on in the program, is, is already in, in, in shambles on the back end, and now we just lost the closer. However, and again, I'm I'm not, if, if guys who are on the bubble to make the roster or minor league prospects want to go and play in the classic, cool. But guys, we need opening day in just a week. If they, if, if they want to participate in the tournament, it, it shouldn't happen. And you know what's funny? The Mets had given Puerto Rico special conditions to abide by in order to ensure Diaz's participation. The agreement was Diaz could not pitch back-to-back, and if he was going to pitch in multiple games in the tournament, they had to be spaced out every four days. And look, they had precautions in place for his safety, and look what happened. Granted, it's a freak accident, but it still happened. And now... The Flushing faithful have to suffer. We're not going to hear a single trumpet in City Field all season because our closer had a freak injury in the World Baseball Classic. Now, I'm not against the World Baseball Classic either. The time of year is wrong. Max Scherzer said it, and I agree with it. However, Max, actually, I I semi-agree. 
Max Scherzer was quoted as saying that the World Baseball Classic should happen mid-MLB mid season. I don't agree with that. I think the World Baseball Classic should happen during the time that, that the Dominican Winter League occurs. After the World Series, late October to the end of January. That's when the World Baseball Classic should take place in that time frame. Not during spring training when these guys are who haven't played baseball since late August, early September are, are, are going to full ramped up competition without any real preparation. You can't get ready for a tournament of, of, of the impact of the World Baseball Classic in, in just two weeks. It, it's, it's impossible to prepare for. What they should do, move the Classic after the World Series and, and in the time frame between the end of October to, to the end of January. Plenty of time for baseball. And keep the same format. Four sites, Tai Chung, Japan, Phoenix, and Miami. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But no, they want to do it during MLB spring training. Put guys in full competitive situations when their bodies aren't conditioned to it yet because they've been off for the last five months. Anywho, now the big question is, now that we know that Diaz uh, has a torn patella and he's going to miss the entire 2023 season, the question becomes, what do the Mets do? Now, if you saw our Metropolitan Report short yesterday, I mentioned that the, the back end of the bullpen is in trouble with those last couple of roster spots. Of course, Zach Green, who was the Rule 5 draft pick, had been released. Uh, due to his poor performance in the spring. Uh, Sam Coonrod has the right latch strain. Uh, there's no timetable on his return, so there's two open spots, and now Edwin Diaz is, is gone, so now that the closer spot's open. However, I, I've heard various things throughout the day. Some people said we should uh, trade for a closer. Some people say that uh, we should look to the miners for a closer. I've got a simple solution here for you folks. We have somebody who's been a closer on our pitching staff already in the bullpen. I, if I'm Buck Showalter, I'm going to take David Robertson and move him to the closer role. Uh, David Robertson, of course, was a closer for the Chicago Cubs formerly. Uh, he's pitched in high-profile situations when he was with the Yankees. Of course, David Robertson was part of that uh, New York Yankees World Series back in 2009 or of years gone by, if you want to call it, because Yankee fans still hang on to that 2009 World Series title. But Robertson has experience as a closer. And, you know, he, he's used to closing out games, uh, being in games where there's a small lead and, and he has to sh close the door for, you know, for one, two, three. Now, 
is what you also do because to, to replace Robertson's role of the setup man. I'm going to go out and get, and if I'm the Mets and if I'm Billy Epler, I'm going to go out and get somebody that Buck Showalter knows. Of course, Buck Showalter was the manager of the Baltimore Orioles for a number of seasons, I believe from uh, 2012 to 2016. And in that time frame, his closer on that Baltimore Orioles staff was Zach Britton. Zach Britton, the former Yankee and Oriole, uh, is not now. I understand what some people may be saying. They're scratching their heads. Zach Britton currently a free agent. I had, I I'm going to acknowledge that Zach Britton of 2023 is not the same Zach Britton in 26 that was in 2016. However, this is somebody that Buck Showalter is familiar with. Uh, Zach Britton's tenure with the Yankees wasn't exactly good, so I'm probably assuming that he's looking to prove himself here. And I think that uh, under a, a manager where he had his most success, being Buck, I think that uh, Zach Britton can be uh, serviceable in this Mets bullpen. Uh, Zach Britton, a tremendous talent. And again, he's a, and the Mets only had one left-handed uh, pitcher in the pen in Brooks Raley. Wouldn't hurt to have a second. Um, Zach Britton... Uh, I have no issues with if it's, if if Buck could get the best out of Zach Britton and make this the Zach Britton uh, similar to the Baltimore Orioles Zach Britton, then I'm okay. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Zach Burton, of course, his last season, his 2022 season, only lasted three games. However, for his career, He's 35 and 26 with a 3.13 ERA, 532 strikeouts, and 154 saves in 12 seasons. Um, I don't think a trade should happen only because a the season has not started, uh, so you don't know what some of these guys look like. You don't necessarily know what you're trading for, especially if it's somebody who doesn't get extensive innings in the spring. And it's no secret closers don't really get much work in spring training. Uh, inning here or there that usually throws simulated games, bullpen sessions, and what have you. And uh, because the Mets are in need of a closer, um, some teams might be looking to take advantage of the Mets uh, in the trade market. So I, I heavily advise against a trade. Um, and what closer do you get? Usually the closer is one of the most important pitchers on the pitching staff uh, uh, or in the bullpen. So you go for a closer and you might be giving up King's ransom. So. And I personally don't think there's any closer on the market that's um, worthy of, of giving up a lot for. Uh, Kenley Jansen is not the same as he used to be. Neither is Mark Melanson. Uh, Josh Hader uh, 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 regressed a little last season, um, hence why he was traded uh, from the Brewers to the Padres across town. I think the best... Uh, Closer in the game right now is Devin Williams of the Milwaukee Brewers. They're not giving him up for anything short of a King's ransom. Um, 
Aroldis Chapman's closing for the Royals now. He's nowhere near where he used to be. So, um, yeah, I, I, I can't think of anybody, quote-unquote, worth it and uh, giving up uh, multiple assets. But Zach Britton is a great, uh, a great um, uh, would be a great pickup for the Mets. Um, if the Mets don't turn to David Robertson, they have another former closer, Adam Adovino. He was the closer for the Colorado Rockies uh, back in the mid-2010s. Uh, when they made uh, uh, several trips to the to the playoffs, remains to be seen what happens. But uh, I put my uh, stamp of endorsement on signing Zach Britton. As far as the rest of the bullpen, we did mention that Sam Coonrod had the right latch strain. We did mention Zach Green, the Rule Five draft pick, um, uh, was was uh, let go by the organization because he had a bad spring. Um, so it's safe to assume that Tommy Hunter is going to get uh, one of those final bullpen spots. Again, he is a favorite of Buck. He's been reliable, uh, especially last season. Uh, he was reliable. Uh, we also uh, have seen John Curtis, who I've mentioned multiple times. John Curtis uh, is looking good since he's come back uh, from his Tommy John surgery. Of course, uh, John Curtis... I uh, had Tommy John missed all of last season, hasn't pitched since 2021, but he has looked phenomenal this spring. Um, I I really can't uh, doubt his body work in the spring, and hopefully it translates to the regular season. And then, um, so you give those uh, those two guys the the final two bullpen spots, and we bring in Zach Britton to replace that third spot that's now been vacated by Diaz. And you either move Adovino or Robertson to the closing spot. Those two guys have, um experience in closing out major league games okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Also, the pitching rotation has got some questions now. Uh, as we mentioned in the Metropolitan Report short, starter Jose Quintana, who some of you have come to his defense since I've quote-unquote hammered him to the ground with my criticism. Uh, Jose Quintana will be out for three months. He has the stress fracture in his rib. Um, he's expected to begin throwing in mid-June, and then he will be expected to be back either right before or right after the All-Star break. In the meantime, there's competing spots, position battles, if you will, in the spring. You got David Peterson and Tylor McGill. Both of these guys are having a good spring. Um, of course, David Peterson is the lefty. Um, David Peterson last season was used in a role where he wasn't officially in the rotation. However, if there was a spot start or, you know, a, a double header that the Mets had to play, they would give Peterson the odd start. Tyler McGill has been something of a, of a sensation since uh, making his debut in the 2021 uh, MLB season on short notice. Uh, McGill uh, has pitched rather consistently. Of course, McGill was one of the five pitchers who took part in the combined no-hitter against the Phillies last April. And in camp, both of them have looked good, but McGill has looked a little bit better. Um, if I'm Buck, I would keep Peterson. 
in that same role. I would have David Peterson as the spot starter, the the unofficial six starter, if you will, uh, you know, and and just have him in Syracuse, uh, keeping his arm warm until you actually need him. Or you can make him the long man because uh, Joey Lucchese has not had a good spring whatsoever. And uh, I think uh, the Churv is running out of steam. But uh, Peterson could be useful as a long man, eat up some innings when if a starter gets knocked out early, God forbid. But I would give the, the ball to Tyler McGill. Of course, um, Tyler hasn't had as much major league experience as Peterson. Of course, Peterson made his debut in the COVID shortened 2020 season. Um, Tyler didn't come up until mid 2021, but Tyler has been the more consistent of the two. Of course, David Peterson had his early struggles early on, but I think on opening day, the rotation should be Scherzer, Verlander, Senga, Carrasco, and McGill. So it, it remains to be seen. We're about a, a week and some change away from opening day. So we're, the pieces are going to fall into place, but I would not be surprised if Tyler McGill was the the chosen as the fifth starter. Uh, a lot of people uh, ask the question of what's going to happen to McGill when Senga and, and Quintana got signed. So um, expect McGill to be on the opening day roster in the starting rotation. That's my take on it. As far as guys who are battling to make the team, Again, we've been bigging up Tim LaCastro, the former New York Yankee and Arizona Diamondback. Uh, Tim LaCastro having a phenomenal spring. Uh, Tim LaCastro batting 375, uh, 12 hits and 32 at-bats. And I'm going to say it here. Darren Ruff, you can you can hit the bricks, buddy. Um, looking at this Mets roster, usually, especially now with the Universal DH, Mets are looking to carry uh, four to five uh, position players on the bench. Uh, LaCastro can fill the role that Travis Jankowski filled coming out of camp last season, where he was an early season roster member uh, in the big league club. Um, the way that things are shaping out, I mean, we know Tommy Pham, if Starling Marte is, is, is back healthy uh, for the beginning of the season, we know Tommy Pham's the fourth outfielder. He'll be on the bench. Uh, we know that between Narvaez, Omar Narvaez and Tomas Nito, both of those guys are not everyday catchers. One of them is going to be on the bench. Um, so that's a second bench spot that that's taken up. Um, you know, and uh, between uh, Darren Ruff, he doesn't look good at first base. Ha- hasn't had good plate appearances as DH. I don't know, man. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's rough. Of course, Luis Guillorme, backup infielder. He's a lock to make the team. He's on the bench. And I think that you go ahead and you give LaCastro that fourth and final spot. Of course, Pham is an outfielder already. LaCastro could be used in pinch run situations, which would not be a bad idea. Um, LaCastro is very speedy. Again, he reminds me of a Travis Jankowski. He'll fill that Travis Jankowski role. Um, but yeah, and then the fifth and the fifth roster spot is going to come down to. Uh, I stand corrected. I, I said Brett Beatty should get it, but I'm really thinking with the hot spring that this guy's had, uh, Mark Vientos is probably going to fill out that last spot. Um, Vientos uh, having a, a strong offense this spring. So is Beatty, but the knock on Beatty is his defense needs work. Uh, he's committed three errors this spring. Uh, the three errors have all been balls that could have been fielded better down at third base. 
I think he's going to start the season in Syracuse, get a little bit more seasoning. We'll probably see him back in the bigs at some point during the season uh, because, you know, 162 games is a tough grind. Guys get hurt all the time. But I do think that we'll see Brett Beatty at some point, just not on the opening day roster. Uh, Francisco Alvarez, while, you know, a lot of people have hype behind him, he's had a poor spring this season. He only has two hits this spring, and his defense still needs work. Um, That's no secret there. Uh, His defense is improving, but still not up to the level that it should be for a major league catcher. And you can't just bring a kid up just to to be a full-time DH. It's not not how it works. Um. Yeah, and and then Ronnie Mauricio, same thing. He's having the spring of a lifetime. All these uh, extra base hits, all these home runs. But again, uh, Mauricio has never played above Double A ball. I understand he's been red hot, uh, uh, Dominican Winter League MVP, um, and putting on a heck of a show in the spring. But at the same time, uh, the, the the knock on Mauricio also, according to Buck, is defense. So. Uh, if I'm the Mets, uh, I'm, I'm going to have uh, Mauricio, Beatty, and Alvarez all start in Syracuse. I'm keeping Mark Vientos in that fifth and final spot. And then, you know, I'm, I'm going to reward LeCastro. LeCastro was a long shot to make this team, folks. And, you know, batting 375, I understand that, uh, you know, guys, there are guys on the roster who are away. There were guys who were injured. So it's opened up opportunities in the spring. But that's what spring training is all about, the non-roster invitees who are trying to get a spot on the big league club. But um, I, I believe that uh, LaCastro deserves that Jan- that Travis Jankowski role for the first couple of months of the season, and we'll see how it goes. But the last bit of uh, information that I uh, would like to discuss here on the Metropolitan Report on this edition, uh, March 25th, if you are in New York City, March 25th, is New York Mets Day. Of course, that is a Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. And pretty much what's going to happen is uh, the city of New York, combined with the New York Mets, encourages you, if you do have to step out of the house and go anywhere, wear New York Mets gear like I've got on right here. I got my uh, my alternate black uh, Mets cap on today. And uh, the Mets are going to have uh, people from their organization, team officials, just roaming around New York City. And if they see you wearing a Mets hat, Mets jacket, Mets sweater, any Mets memorabilia, then they'll give you some uh, some cool swag and some cool prizes if they see you. Also, uh, depending on where, where you want to go, uh, I know there are several museums and several uh, clubs and restaurants that will admit you <laughs> like a VIP status for no, for no charge or, or give you a reduced price meal if you walk in there with a Mets hat on, um, so that that's they're 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 promoting this as the as as your Mets uh, gear is uh, unlocking keys to the city. So that's pretty cool. Uh, the Mets and the city of New York are working together to uh, get hype around the team for this upcoming season. So March twenty fifth, if you're located in New York City, make sure you walk out the house with some type of Mets memorabilia on, so or Mets apparel on, I should say, so that we can. Uh, we can see what these uh, cool, cool prizes and experiences are going to be. And they said they're giving out secret, uh, secret prizes as well. It could be some, uh, some trading cards, some bobbleheads, uh, another hat, another shirt. So remains to be seen, but that's pretty cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it, it's it's that time. Uh, I'm I'm still not happy. It remains to be. I I can't wait to 
to see what the Mets do in the wake of this Edwin Diaz injury. Very devastating. Uh, again, I won't be surprised if Zach Britton gets a look only because of his ties to Buck. But that brings us to the end of the program, and I've said everything that there is to say, and the only thing left to say is, let's go Mets. Don't forget, folks, uh, the Metropolitan Report is a proud member of the Grid Network. You can follow the Metropolitan Report on social media at the underscore Metropolitan underscore report. And, of course, you can follow the Grid, which is a great network full of sports uh, content at the underscore Grid, G-R-Y-D network. Until then... I'll see you on the shorts this weekend and uh, LFGM. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.